Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of God of all ages, welcome to the City Place Church Podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we thank you for making the time to tune in. Take a moment to get focused, clear your mind, close your eyes, open your heart, and receive what God has for you on this day. Good morning, City Place. Welcome to the City Place family this morning. I hope that you are stirred and ready to dream again. Now listen, I have to be honest with you. We were wrapping up our series last week, but so many of you reached out and said, Pastor D, can we continue the series? Because God is stirring something on the inside of you. And remember we said that we're gonna let God work. And so today, We are still in our series, Dream Again, and we are going to stay in this series until the Lord says something else. And so I wanna encourage you to lean in level 10. Come on, everybody lean in level 10. That means we remove the distractions. We engage in today's time of ministry and we take notes and you can find today's message notes at cityplacechurch.com backslash notes. My name is Damon, along with my wife, Taisha. We are the lead pastors of City Place Church, and we have declared that 2021 is the year that God does it. And on Easter Sunday, we kicked off a series called Dream Again, and we've been in that series where we're just asking God to revive his dreams that he has for us. And so I want to just say welcome to you this morning. I also want to encourage you, please do me a favor. Please share today's message your friends, your community, they all need to dream again. They all need to have what God has for them come alive. You know, we've been uttering this phrase that together we will see God do amazing things in our life. We're believing and making room for someone else. We're believing and making room for miracles, signs and wonders. And we're making room for revival, which is the restoration of God's presence and person back to his people. And so this morning you're joining us and I wanna make sure that your heart is ready to go. The other thing I want you to do for me is I want you to take out your smartphone and I want you to let us know that you're joining in today. If this is your first time, I want you to text City Place, the word City Place, one word, to 94000. And then just let us know that this is your first time hanging out with the City Place family. Our team wants to send you a, a warm greeting and some additional next steps. Let us know that you're watching. Our team wants to come around you just to say thank you for being a part of service today. City Place 94000. Glad you're hanging out with us this morning. Now here's something that I want you to grab right now. I want you to grab a sheet of paper around you, a blank sheet of paper. You're gonna need a blank sheet of paper along with those sermon notes that you that you're downloading. And so we're going to lean we're going to use some resources today. I'm going to ask you some questions. We're going to have some fill in the blanks. We're really going to lean into God's word today. So remember, white sheet of paper along with your notes. Send us a text message. Let us know you're watching. And then also in our service today, we're going to worship the Lord through our giving. We believe that God has called our church to live to give. We're dreaming big this year. And your partnership and your trusting God with your tithe and your offering allows the kingdom of God to advance in our city and also allows us to impact the world. And so let's just pray, prepare your heart. Come on, right where you are, just stretch out your hands. Stretch out your hands and repeat this after me. Say, Father God, I give you permission to do what you have for this moment. Father, my heart is full 
and I'm anticipating and expecting what you'll do for me today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Come on, City Place, will you make some noise for Jesus right where you are? Are you ready to get into God's Word this morning? Are you ready to jump into God's Word? We are continuing our series, Dream Again. And for those of you who may have hopped on a little bit late, my name is Damon. I, along with my wife, we are the lead pastors of City Place Church, and I welcome you today. Over the last three weeks, we've been in a series called Dream Again. And I hope that your faith is stirred this morning. Do me a favor. Will you like today's message as well as share today's message? Come on. I'm watching some of you share it. Some of y'all are sitting back like, I don't know. Come on. Let's get let's let, let's create a movement of people who are encountering the presence of God every single week. And so I welcome you today. You are a part of the city place family. I also mentioned a little bit earlier, do me a favor, you're watching today, will you text City Place to 94000? Our team would love to welcome you this morning just to say hello. I'd love to personally send you a thank you for being a part of our service today. But as I mentioned, we are in our series called Dream Again, and I want you to grab a white sheet of paper, and here's what I want you to do. Remember, a few weeks ago when we started our series, we had, we had two lines, two, two statements. My dream is and God's dream for me is. And we said that, that my dream can differ from God's dream for me. God's dream is one by which it impacts his purpose, his kingdom, his people, but it benefits me. See, God's dream has a, has a, has a wider scope than just Damon, it, it, a wider scope than just you. See, our dreams are limited in capacity, but God's dreams... And our ability to dream in God is unlimited. And so today, what we're going to do is I want you to just write down a couple of things. Now, I've already, I've already started writing some things down, but I want you to just write these lines down, okay? On the front and back are two separate sheets of paper. I want you to write down, and you, you won't be able to see this, but it says here, my dream is, and then I have some, just some, 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 some areas where I want, I want to dream. I, I, I want to dream again. Okay, so for example, my dream is, and then on the back side, I want you to write God's dream for me is, and then I want you to write down just a couple of categories, a couple of areas. You can, you can add more later if you like, but the first one is health. So I have my dream for health, then I have God's dream for health. The next one will be family, my dream for family, and then God's dream for family. Calling, like what am I designed for? What is my purpose? Like at the end of our service today, uh, we're, we're going to be inviting you to take your next step. For those who are watching in person, uh, they're going to be taking their next step today by learning more about City Place. And then in, in, in week number two, we talked to them about how God created them. And so it's important that you, you know what God created you for. You know, I heard this saying that said that, 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 that the most important day of your life is, 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 is when you determine and when you understand and when God reveals to you why he created you. Why he created you. And so uh, what's, what's my calling? My calling might be different than my career. My, my career is my tool or my resource. And so, so I want to know my dream is as it relates to my calling. And then what is God's dream for me, as it relates to my calling, the third, the fourth one is my finances. What, what's my dream 
And then what's God's dream for me? And remember, God's dream is his purpose, his kingdom, his people, his plan, but I get the benefit. Damon's dream could be different as it relates to my finances versus God's dream. And so for you, what is my dream as it relates to finances? But then what is God's dream? You know, earlier I mentioned that we're going to worship God with our kingdom finances through our tithe and our offering. Well, I can honestly tell you that God's dream is that you and I live a generous life so that the kingdom of God can advance. But God wants to use you as a funnel for his kingdom resources. And so the last one will be my dream is my career. Boom. And then God's dream for my career is. And so I want you to keep those things in your mind, because when we get to the end of our service, hopefully I would have laid a foundation in this service. And over the last few weeks, if you haven't gotten the chance, you can check them out on YouTube. Those who are watching on YouTube, shout out. Or you can watch on Facebook on all that we've been discussing over the last three weeks. Are you ready? Are you ready to jump into God's word? Come on, get your Bibles out. Get your Bibles out. Go with me to Acts chapter 2, verse 17. This has been our foundational verse. Acts chapter 17. It says this. This is just to give you the context. Peter has encountered the power of the Holy Spirit. The, the, when, when he and, and, and the other 120 that were in the room come out of the room, the people have seen that they're now beginning to speak in an unknown, unknown tongue and, and, they, and they're, you know, declaring the goodness of God in their language. And the people look at him and say, you're drunk. Peter says, no, hush your mouth. This is not that. This is what God had promised a long time ago through the prophet Joel. And this is what it says. This is what it says. And it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. And on my men servant and maid servant, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy. There was a promise from God that in the last day, an encounter with the spirit of God will result in people prophesying, seeing visions and dreaming dreams. And we said this, just breaking it down simple so you can take some notes. We said that prophecy is just simply speaking forth what God is declaring to you. So it's God saying what he wants you to say. So God speaks clearly to you. And then we said that visions are just it's us seeing a snapshot of what God wants us to see. So it's being able to see through divine revelation. Only God can give it to you. All right. So it's the so we can hear what God wants us to hear and say and we can see what God wants us to see. And then we went a little bit further when we looked at dreams, when God says, and you will dream dreams. The word dreams, when you, when you look at it, it's literally broken down, and it means where God basically puts what he says with the snapshot of a vision into a motion picture. So it's like the motion picture of heaven. It's, it's like the motion picture of heaven where God says, this is what I want you to see, what I want you to pursue, this has my name on it, and I want to put your name on it. Remember, God dreams benefit his kingdom, his purpose, his plan, his people, and it benefits you. And we said that the Spirit of God will reveal to you the dreams of God, the fun and serious things that you could never do. The Spirit of God wants to reveal to you the things that you could never do on your own. We said that there are fun things and there are serious things that God wants you to do. God is a fun God. 
He's a loving God and he's got amazing things planned for you and your life. Can somebody say dream again? See, God, God is not trying to withhold something from you. In fact, the Bible says that it is revealed to you. It says it like this. I hasn't seen nor ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man. That's you and me. The thing that God has prepared for those who love him. Watch now. But it is revealed to them that love God through his spirit. And so since you and I have come in this morning and we're saying, Father, I'm giving you everything I got. Download to me what you want to say to me, what you want me to see and give me the motion picture of heaven. The Bible says that us by ourselves, walking in our own strength, have no clue of what God wants to do. But when we tap into the spirit of God, it says that God's spirit will reveal to you everything that the father is thinking about you. We said that your capacity to dream has not been reached. You're not limited in any way. We said that over the last few weeks. So you and I today have the ability to dream again. Now, listen. Are you ready to dream? My thought today, since y'all ask that we continue this series, is simply to be continued. Like, like, like the dreams of God, we said this last week, we said that the dreams of God don't stop. Therefore, our pursuit shouldn't stop. So today, as we talk about dreaming again, let's just say to be continued, because for some of us, even in the middle of this series, it's been hard to dream again. So instead of saying, PD, I'm not dreaming, we'll just say, to be continued. Like the dreams of, of yesterday when we were so excited to be a kid, we'll just say it's, it's to be continued. Like the dream that God has for you, we will continue. Can somebody say amen? And so if God's spirit wants to reveal it to us, if God wants to reveal it to us, then there's some work that you and I have to do. There's some work that you and I have to do. And over the last few weeks, the first week, we talked about Jacob having an encounter with God where he, the Bible says that he dreamed. And then last week we talked about Abram. We talked about Abram's dad who was on the way going to the place of promise, Canaan, but he stopped in Haran. And the Bible says that his dad, Terah, while he had his family there, Abram included, stayed. He was comfortable. Last week we talked about comfortable dreams. And the Bible says that he was stuck. But we talked about how something was stirred on the inside of Abram to where he said, I am not going to stay here. I'm going to pursue everything that God has to me. Why? Because God spoke to him in Genesis chapter 12. God gave him a quick glimpse. He said, now listen, I'm going to make you so blessed that you're going to be a blessing to others. Remember, God's dream will always impact his people. It's his script. It's his design. But then Abram didn't just stay there. He decided that he was going to pursue God. And when you read verses seven and eight, it says that he got, gathered up his family and decided that he was going to go. And it says that he put, built an altar and began to encounter God again. And we said, listen, once we start pursuing the promise and the dreams of God, we don't just put it in cruise control. We realize that it's in the presence of God where our dreams our birth. And so this morning, we're just going to continue today's thought with Abraham again. Now, if I can catch you up from Genesis chapter 12 through Genesis chapter 15, 
there's this movement where Abram is moving with, 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 with family. He's leaving his, his, his family behind and he's starting to move and God's giving him promises. And his, 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 his nephew uh, Lot is running into some problems. And so Abram kind of tries to run and help out and Okay, well, what, what, what can I do to help you and, and just to make sure you're safe? But he's still got the promise and the dream of God. And God has already told him that I'm going to make you the father of many. The challenge is, is that this dream that God has given him, that is God's dream, that becomes Abram's dream. The challenge is, is that Abram's wife, Sarai, who eventually becomes Sarah, is barren. Here she has this dream from God. The family has this dream from God, but she's not resourced to carry the dream. Like, she's like, I, what do I do with this that you put on the ins- you, you gave me your dream, but I feel like I'm not resourced for it. To be continued. So today we're going to pick back up with that story because the journey of our dreams Remember I told you this last week, the journey of our dreams never ends. We want to make sure that we don't ever put anything that relates to God's dream in pause. So today we're just talking about to be continued because there's a journey here that we want to continue on when it comes to dreaming again. And it says this in Genesis chapter 15, verse 1 through 4. It says, after these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. So Paul's really fast now. So we have... God speaking and God has given Abram a vision. So remember, on the last days, I'm going to pour my spirit. You'll you'll hear what I want to say, what what I want you to hear. You'll say what I want you to say. You'll see what I want you to see. And then I'm going to give you a motion picture. So remember, dreams, God's purpose, God's plan, God's people. But you get the benefit. So keep with me now. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision saying, do not be afraid. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. So he says, everything around you, don't chase that. Everything that you need is found in me. I am your protector. I am your shield. I am your great reward. All of your trophies found in me. You don't have to climb the ladder of success. I am your exceedingly great reward. Let's keep going. But Abram said, Lord God, What will you give me, seeing I go childless? And the heir of my house is um, Eliezer of Damascus. Then Abram said, then Abram said, look, you have given me no offspring. Indeed, one born in my house is my heir. So Abram's starting to, he's starting to skip out God's plan all on his own. He's, He's literally having an honest conversation with God. He's like, God, you gave me this dream but you're not telling me how the dream will be fulfilled. Like, you're not telling me what do I have in my world to accomplish this big dream. Everything around me says I have to go use a different resource, and I'm trying to figure it out all on my own. Like, when I look around me, okay, you know what? This will be the way it's done. Have you ever tried to figure it out on your own and script what you're pursuing out on your own? Have you? I know I have. See, the purpose of this series is to get us out of our own way and move according to what God's design is. So let's keep going. So, so, and behold, the word of the Lord came to him again. 
So they're having this conversation. Remember, we said that dreams are birthed in the presence of the Lord. We said last week that Abram was like, God, if, if you spoke to me over here, I'm taking your presence with me. This is commitment. He's, he's saying, now listen, I, I got a plan I'm working out over here, but I need to run this by you because what you are asking of me and what you have told me doesn't make full sense, but I'm trusting you because I'm already pursuing you. Remember, we said last week that dreams have to move from inspiration to participation. He's like, listen, I am moving towards you, but can we can we have a little bit more dialogue? I am in your presence. You're starting to download stuff to me again. You're showing me more of the picture. But can can I ask you some questions now? See, after you start pursuing the presence of God, don't just keep running with your own plan. Don't don't don't. We cannot listen in this season of dreaming again. We cannot get the dream from God and then start scripting the plan. No, we get the dream from God and we go back to the one who's the author, the Bible says, and the finisher of our faith. And so they're having this dialogue and verse four, it says, and behold, the word of the Lord came saying, this one that you're strategizing about will not be your heir, but one who will come from your own body shall be the heir. So God is saying, listen, you may not look like you have everything you need, but everything that you need, to fulfill my God-sized dream is already in you. Let me tell you this. Don't be afraid of your God-sized dream. I know that you're trying to pursue your dream a little bit. Push that thing aside and say, God, I want your dream. God's dream will impact his kingdom, his purpose, his plan, but you and his people, but you get the benefit. You as a carrier of, the, of God's dream will, be, will never be left out. He says this, listen. I have you covered. You are resourced and you don't even know it yet. Can I tell you this morning that the God-sized dream that is going to be developed and revealed in your life as we continue this series, as we let God do it in this year, as God has promised, and we let him work, and we do this together, we're worshiping, we're, work, we're witnessing, we're warfare, and we're saying, God, you can have every bit of this, and we're making room. What we're saying is, God... You're in control. God says, listen, you are resourced for my God-sized dream for you. Come on, can you say this? I know it may not look like it. I know it may not look like it, but can you say, I have in me all I need. Come on, can you say it again? Come on, write that down. I have all I need in me. Let me encourage you. The Bible says that the same spirit, oh, watch out, Pastor Damon. I feel a little preachy. The same spirit, the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, lives on the inside of you. The same spirit, the same spirit that brought something that was dead back to life lives on the inside of you. Remember in Easter weekend, we said that Jesus didn't come to make bad people good. Jesus came to bring dead people back to life. The same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is the same spirit that lives on the inside of you. It's the same spirit that wants to pour out everything that God wants to say, everything that God wants you to see, and the motion picture of heaven. It's the same spirit that wants to reveal these God-sized dreams to you. Can somebody say, amen? Let's keep going. Verse 5. Then God brought him outside and said, here's the vision. That's my photo sound. Look now toward heaven. Sometimes you have to watch now. You can't look at what's around you. God said, look, look up a little higher. Look up a little higher. Like, like your earthly view 
That's, that's you dreaming, son. Why don't you look up to my view? Get my vantage point. This is what he says. Look up towards heaven and count the stars if you're able to number them. He says, look, you can't number them things. You can't. You can try, but it's unlimited. Unlimited possibilities, Abram. It's unlimited possibility, city place. You can't count all that God wants to do in you and through you. Come on, can you say, I have, I possess unlimited potential in God. So he says, and so it shall be for your descendants. Verse six, and Abram believed in the Lord and he counted it to him for righteousness. Then he said to Abram, I am the Lord who brought you out of the earth, the Chaldeans, where you were stuck with your dad. Those were comfortable dreams. He said, and I am the one who will give this land to you. The dream that's inside of your heart, Abram, let's continue. Like, don't you dare try to script it out on your own and get stuck. The dream that I put inside of you, it's continuing. Somebody say to be, continue. I'm not pausing, I'm continuing. Write this down. This was one of the facts that we said, I'm going to shoot these out to you. I feel like God is just jumping dream possibilities off the page. The first one is dreams are birthed in the presence of the Lord. We said that last week. Dreams are birthed in the presence of the Lord. Look at the dialogue. And the Lord said to Abraham, or Abram at the time, he became Abraham. And the Lord said to him in a vision, take a look. All of this is yours. Don't be afraid. I am your exceedingly great reward. If you stay in my presence, Trophies reside in me. Success, health, calling, purpose, career will be revealed. You will find all of your happiness in me. You don't have to pursue your dream is. No, you're living in my dream for you. So the fact of the matter is, is that dreams are birthed in the presence of God. Write this down. I realized something when I was reading Genesis chapter 15. Write this down. Dreams are confirmed in the presence of the Lord. Let me bring out my Bible. Dreams are confirmed in the presence of the Lord. Watch this now. God spoke to Abram in Genesis chapter 12. Let me read it to you. Let me read it to you. It says this. Then the Lord said to Abram, I'm reading out of the NIV Bible. He says this. He says, go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land that I will show you. This is what he says. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on the earth will be blessed through you. Go over to 15. Now he, he, he in 13 and 14, he's, he's saying goodbye to his, 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 you know, his, his family member, Lot and his family. And then he has to come back and save Lot. And then he's talking to God. He's like, but God, where is my heir? And God says, let me remind you of something. Since you're back in my presence, I'm going to repeat it for you so that you never stop dreaming. You're going to continue to dream, Abram. You're going to continue to dream. You're going to continue to dream. This will be continued. You will continue to dream. You will not be stuck. You will not try to figure this out on your own. This is my dream for you. So therefore, if it's my dream for you, you need me to play a role. As God downloads his dream for you, you need God to be the leader of it. So watch this. This is what he says. I repeat it to you again. And the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. So God's literally like dreams of birth in my presence, but they're also confirmed in my presence. If you ever get in those moments where you're like, God, am I supposed to be? You go back. 
you stay in his presence until he speaks. And it says that God showed him a vision, don't be afraid, I am your exceedingly great reward. Then he says that you look up into the sky, get a snapshot. You can't count the dream that you're carrying right now, my friend. You can't count it. You can't contain it. Why? Because dreams that are birthed in the presence of the Lord have unlimited capacity, unlimited potential. That's you. That's city place in this season. This is the reason why every single week I'm telling you, you play a vital part. We need you serving on the team. We need you to take the next steps class because the only way that City Place will make an impact, I told you the church that we see, remember I told you that we're, we see life-giving weekend encounters with the presence of God where our worship is tangible. We don't just see us planting one church. We see us sending out and planting more life-giving churches. We need you. We need worshipers who can stand in the gap and lead an atmosphere. We need teenagers jumping around. You play a vital role in God's kingdom. See, the dream is so much bigger. We've got such a big dream at City Place that you play a part. Why? Because we've got to feel heaven. That's the Father's dream, is to have a relationship with the Son. So dreams are confirmed in the presence of the Lord. Now remember, if you haven't done this yet, my dream is, if you're just hopping on, welcome to City Place Church. I had everyone earlier Grab a white sheet of paper, paper and on two sides. My dream is for health, family, calling, finances, and career. God's dream for me is health, family. Why? Because my dream, many a times, if God is not involved, differs from God's dream for me. See, dreams are confirmed in the presence of the Lord. They are birthed in the presence of the Lord, but they are confirmed in the presence of the Lord. Hear me, in 2021, we cannot. We cannot leave the presence of the Lord, but I got to go to work. Take the presence of the Lord goes with you. The presence of the Lord goes with you. Include him in your shopping. Include him in your conversation. Include him. Why? Because we're dreaming again. Write this down. Dreams are, we said that dreams are birthed in the presence of the Lord. Dreams are confirmed in the presence of the Lord. But dreams are also explained in the presence of the Lord. Dreams are explained in the presence of the Lord. See, we need God to give us clarity. We need God to give us understanding because we said this. It's important that God, write this down. It's important that God explains because we can have a wrong view of life, a wrong view of ourselves, and a wrong view of God. See, if I get out here and I start planning just like Abram did, well, you know what? Uh, the one over here in, in, in Eliezer's house of Damascus, that's my heir. And God's like, that's not how I scripted it. You're starting to dream on your own, man. You're starting to plan on your own. And God's like, no. If I birth the dream, I will confirm the dream, stay in long enough so that I can explain the dream. Why? Because remember I said this, eye hasn't seen, ear hasn't heard, but God will reveal it by his spirit. We have to spend time with the spirit of God to get what the father wants to say. So write this down. In God's dreams for us, he leads and guides through his strategy and plan. In God's dreams for us, he leads and guides through his strategy and his plan. Genesis chapter 15, 12 through 16. Listen to this. As the sun was going down, Abram fell into a deep sleep. And 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 a terrifying darkness came over him. And the Lord said to Abram, so God has continued to talk. One of the versions of the scripture says, and he saw a vision. 
So God was continuing to show him a picture. He says, you can surely be sure that your descendants will be strangers in the land where they will be oppressed for 400 years. So God is starting to like explain. He's starting to break it down. He's starting to give the strategy. He says, but I will punish the nations that enslaves them. And in the end, they will come away with great wealth. So look at God's strategy. God says, listen, they're going to be squeezed a little bit, but they're going to come out with more than what they went in. See, that's something to encourage us that if you and I have been squeezed a little bit, God's whole design is that you and I come out stronger than the way we went in. See, God's strategy is different. I know we don't comprehend it, but God's like, listen, this land belongs to you. They're going to go on this journey, but they're going on this journey so that they can have more than what they had. Let's keep going. He says, as for you, you will die in peace. And you'll be buried in a ripe old age. He said, man, you're going to live a good life. You're going to be older. But I want you to know that the dream that I have for you, remember, he said the benefit, like he said, you're going to live an amazing life. You're going to live in peace. He says, and then after you're gone, you don't have to worry about your legacy. They are going to thrive. He says, after four generations, your descendants will return here to this land for the sins of the Amorites do not yet warrant their destruction. God's like, listen, I'll handle every problem that sits in what I promised you. And then the rest of it goes on. God just continues to say, and listen, I've given this land to all of your descendants. See, God is willing to explain, but we have to be in his presence. We have to pause enough to say, God, confirm what you birth and explain. See, the reason why is because God wants to lead. He wants to guide through his strategy and through his plan, can somebody say amen? I did it, Pastor Chris Hodges. Can somebody say amen? <laughs> He's one of my favorite communicators. Write <laughs> this down. The contrast is, though, in my dream, I or someone else influences my strategy, guide, and plan. See, in my dream, I or someone else influences my strategy or my plan. Uh, it could be the government. If they dictate it, stock market, they dictate it. A pandemic could dictate it. Tensions and racial tensions, community tensions, life tensions, all of it could begin to impact my dream, but it will never impact God's dream for me. See, if we're dreaming again and I allow my dream to just be pushed aside and I go, God, what's your dream for me? I realize that it's God who's leading, it's God's strategy. But if I am leaning on my own dream, you might have a say because your negativity or someone else's negativity to you could cause you to put this dream on pause. And God's calling for you is to dream unlimited because it's his dream for you. So dreams are birthed in the presence of God. Dreams are confirmed in the presence of God. Dreams are explained in the presence of God. Let me prove just my points of why it's important that we lean into the presence of God. In Genesis chapter 16, Genesis chapter 16, Abram and his wife have this promise of God. But I want you to listen to what happens when they start planning on their own. So it's like I and someone else. Listen to Sarai's conversations. Now, Sarai, Abram's wife, had not been able to bear children for, for him. But she had an Egyptian servant named Hagar. 
So Sarai said to Abram, now watch what she says now, the Lord has present, prevented me from having children. Now remember, God had just told Abram that you carry everything you need to produce the baby that's coming out of you. But she says this in, verse, in chapter 16. She says, listen, God, hasn't, God has present, prevented me from having children. Go and sleep with my servant. Perhaps I can have a child through her. So I have this God dream, but let me script it out. Remember, I just told you, you or someone else in your dream will try to guide and lead the plan. Right? So she tells Abram, and watch this now. And Abram agreed to Sarah's proposal. So Sarah, Abram's wife, took, the, took uh, Hagar, the Egyptian servant, and gave her to Abram as his wife. This happened 10 years after Abram had settled in the land of Canaan. So they are moving towards the promise. They get to the place. And instead of the dream continuing, they pause and say, now we'll work it ourselves. We'll take God out of the equation and we'll work it ourselves. Huh? Dreams are birthed in the presence of God, confirmed in the presence of God, and explained in the presence of God. We want God to lead through his strategy, through his design. But man, the minute I put my, my own hand in it or I allow someone else, I start following them. I'm agreeing with them. Abram agrees and says, all right, I'll take her. You know what? Yeah. That's the promise of God. Can I tell you, you have to be careful that what looks like it's the promise could just be you or me getting in the way of God's promise. Why? Because we're not constantly in the presence of God. If we're not constantly in the presence of God, we can fall prey and we can get stuck in what looks like it's God's dream, but it becomes ours. It becomes our strategy. And in this series of Dream Again, I don't want my dream. I want God's dream for me, which then like Psalms 37 says, if I delight myself in the Lord, he gives me the desires of my heart. If I trust in him, he brings it to pass. He does it. I don't want Damon's design. I don't want Damon's plan. I want the father's. You don't want your own stuff. You want the father's. And Sarah says, I got a plan. It should work. Well, it produced a baby. And when you continue to read in Genesis chapter 16, right after she has, Hagar has the baby, the Bible says that Sarah goes to her husband and says, I can't believe what you did. It was a good idea to start, but this girl needs to get up out of here with her child. That ain't my child. She strategized. It went the way she planned, but it didn't feel right because it wasn't God's dream for her. In 2021, in the year that God does it, we don't want counterfeit dreams. We want the dreams that God has for us. Why? Because God's dream has a kingdom impact for his purpose, his people, his plan and you get the benefit. Don't be afraid. Remember what God told him. Don't be afraid of this God-sized dream. You get the benefit, but I want to impact many. Don't be afraid of this God-sized dream that he wants to give you. Write this down, and we're wrapping up. Remember earlier I said dreams must go from inspiration to participation. We said that last week, but I added something this week. Dreams must go from inspiration to participation, but I can't leave God's presence behind.
I can't leave God's presence behind. Last week I said that the distance between the reality of God's dream and the reality of it taking place in my life was, in your life is my faith plus my action plus God's power. That closes the gap. As I was reading this week, I felt like the distance between my God dream and its delay is my action minus my faith minus God's presence and God's power. See, as we move throughout this year and out through this series, the most important thing is to make sure so that we don't get stuck wondering why it hasn't occurred yet, why this, why that, no. It's my faith plus my actions plus God's power that produces God's dream. But the delay of God's dream in my life could be because of my actions, minus my faith, minus God's presence and God's power. And we refuse to have that in this year. We need the presence of God. Why? Because dreams are birthed in the presence of God. They are explained. I'm confirmed in the presence of God. And they are explained in the presence of God. I'm going to stop right there today. But I want to read something to you. I got a uh, text message this week that I want to read to you again because it shows just what the presence of the Lord looks like when God begins to stir up our hearts and we can begin to dream again. Listen to this. It says this. The last time I had a significant dream, this was, hey, Pastor Damon, the last time I had a significant dream from God concerning myself was February 2018 before we moved. It was such a powerful dream, but I didn't realize the full interpretation until I walked through what I am believing I walk through now. I would love to share with you more, but I have to just get this. Since you and City Place have been teaching the last couple of weeks on dreaming again, I've had three significant dreams with clarity and interpretation concerning God's plan for me. I've had such a uh, I had been in such a dark place of, dis of displacement for the last few years that dreaming wasn't important. I was only surviving. I wasn't trying to hope. It was too disappointing in that place. But God has used this ministry, City Place. God has used this ministry to lift me up out of a dark place and begin to dream and live again. Thank you, Jesus. Just needed to say thank you. See, when God begins to stir, he doesn't just leave you hanging. God begins to encounter you so that you can continue to chase him more. I love this message because it was sent and it just said, I am starting to get clarity and God is interpreting it for me. And I'm realizing that after I didn't even give myself permission to dream, I'm dreaming again. This morning, you have permission to dream again. God wants to birth dreams. He wants to give you confirmed dreams and he wants to explain. But man, I have to tell you that dreams are birthed in the presence of the Lord and the only way you and I 
can get into the presence of the Lord is if we have a relationship with Jesus. Right where you are. I've literally been praying all this week, and I want you to hear me. Like this, this, this whole week, I, I felt like that I wanted to close the gap between your response and the next step that you take after you accept Jesus. I felt like the Lord was like, Damon, close, close the gap, close the gap. Don't leave people out there hanging. Just, just close, just close the gap, close, close the gap. And so this morning, you've been hanging out with us and I have to tell you that the most important decision you ever make, the way your dream will come alive, it has to start with Jesus. It has to start with Jesus. Don't, it, now is not the time to play around with Jesus. This is 2021. This is the year where dreams come alive and your dream will come to life. Now, not the house, buying the house and the car and the new job, no. Your God dream begins with a relationship with Jesus. And right where you are, I want to invite you into a relationship with Jesus. It's the same, same opportunities that Abram have to encounter God. Abram's life came to life when he encountered God. This morning, I want to give you that same opportunity to meet Jesus. Please don't take this moment for granted. Don't, don't, don't start tuning off and, and grabbing your, 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 your dishes or, 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 or anything else. This is your time with the Lord. The Bible says that Jesus died on a cross. He had you on his mind. He had an opportunity to dip out in a garden, but he said, no, Father, if this is your dream for humanity, you know what? That's my dream. Why? Because God's dream for his kingdom, his purpose, his plan, and his people, and it benefits you. So right where you are, I would love to celebrate this moment with you. We call it salvation. It's a free gift, but your inspiration in this moment has to move participation. That's where you accept Jesus in your heart. And the Bible says if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died and rose again, he comes and lives on the inside of you. And man, as the pastor of City Place Church, I would love, I would love to welcome you into the family of God. It doesn't matter what you did last night. It doesn't matter what you did the other day or the last week. It matters in this moment, our response. And so I'm going to say a simple prayer, and I'd love for you to pray this prayer with me. And then afterwards, I'm going to give you a clear next step. And I want to tell you how much you mean to City Place in this moment. Are you ready? Come on, City Place, let's all pray together. Dear Jesus, today I acknowledge that you died on the cross for me. I also acknowledge that you rose again to give me life. And today I receive the life that's found in you. I acknowledge in this moment right now that you are my Lord and my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, City Place, can you make some noise? for the decision that was made today. Let me just tell you that you made an amazing decision. It's the most important decision of your life. Now here's where I wanna close the gap. Here's where I wanna close the gap. Because I want you to text City Place to 94000. I want you to do that. Right now our team's putting up the information. 94000. I want you to do that. Our team wants to send you some information. But here's where, here's where I wanna close the gap. I want to encourage you and personally invite you to be a part of our Next Steps class. Our Next Steps class. Our team is putting together an opportunity, and I'm gonna talk about it next Sunday. Our team is putting together an opportunity for you to be a part of our Next Steps class. You need a life-giving church. You need a life-giving church, 
but you also need someone to come around you and encourage you. And so the first step is, is to send us that text, City Place. Just text City Place to 94000. You're gonna receive a text message from me. It will be me. You will receive one this week from me. I'm telling you, you will receive one from me. And I just would love to be able to dialogue with you personally this Sunday. Now, now our team, they're gonna come around you as well. But I want to say a personal thank you. I want to close the gap because I don't just want you out there, out there by yourself. I want you to know that you have a life-giving family that wants to cheer you on. So send me that text message. And then the second thing is, is I want you to be a part of our Next Steps class because we want to tell you what your next steps are in Jesus. Come on, City Place. Can you make some noise for the decisions that were made today? Come on. Now here we're going to do two more things. Right now, as you are preparing, let's prepare to worship the Lord with our tithe and our offering. I believe that God wants to do some breakthroughs in us trusting God with our kingdom finances. I, I've been quoting this verse, Malachi chapter 3, verse 10. It says, bring the tithe into the storehouse. It says, prove me now in this and see if my dream for you isn't bigger than your dream. Now, it doesn't just say it like that. It says, see if I won't open up the window of heaven and pour you out a blessing you cannot contain. The reason why we can't contain this is because God uses us to be a funnel for him. And so... I'm, I'm challenging you and giving room for the Holy Spirit to speak to you right now, to step out and begin to trust the Holy Spirit and to trust God with your kingdom finances. I love the impact that we're making. This, this week, one of our favorite places to partner with is New Image. And this week, we were able to come around them and support an event that they were doing, all because we've chosen that we'd be generous. And so today, as you tithe and you give, trust the Lord. Why? Because we want God's dream for us, not our own. Amen. I'm going to pray. I also want to remind you that we're going to put up a little clock at the end of service so that you can just have a few moments to just kind of go, okay, God, what's your dream for me as it relates to health, family, calling, career, and my finances? And I want you to compare it to what you had originally wrote through your eyes, but now we want to be in the presence of God to get God's dream for us. Let's pray. Father, we love you today. We thank you for those that have made decisions for you. Thank you for our kingdom finances, Jesus. We honor you with these today. Thank you that you're pushing the kingdom of God and advancing the kingdom of God. I thank you for allowing us to steward and partner together, Lord God, so that we can impact our city, but also our world. We thank you, Lord God, that this is going to be an amazing week to continue dreaming because our capacity is unlimited. We give you the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, hey, City Place, we love you with all of our heart. And I can't wait to see you back here again this upcoming Sunday and throughout our week right here at City Place Church. We love you, family. Have a good week. Thanks for joining us. If you've been encouraged by this message, be sure to subscribe to the City Place Church podcast. And we want to hear from you. Post a picture on any of your social media outlets with the hashtag City Place Church to be a part of the conversation. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.